Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe, episode 23. So when I tell people, you know, that, yeah, you can eat junk and, you know, and, and still look, you know, uh, great on the outside, but in the inside is going to really uh, show, um, you know, so much. It's going to be a telltale sign. It's time to reverse the imbalances in your life as you take the first step on your own journey towards personal change. Welcome to Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe, educating, empowering, and inspiring individuals to live healthier. Now here are your hosts and your guides to natural living, Jamal and Kim. Hi, Kim and Jamal here, and welcome to another episode of Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe Podcast. Today, we have another one for you today, another great interview. Today, we are joined by Wale. Wale, are you there? Yes, I am. Thank you for having me. No doubt. Greetings, my brother. So uh, before we begin, what I like to do is I like to share with our audience a little bit uh, about Wale to know about the powerful work that he's doing and a little bit about him. Wale was born in Crown Heights, Brooklyn, New York. He was a team amateur bodybuilder finalist and two-time collegiate gold medalist at 18. Wally has competed at boxing, martial arts, and mixed martial arts matches and tournaments. He has won an amateur boxing belt in his mid-30s. Since the age of seven, Wally was attracted to political change. Wally had managed to work every level of local or state electoral campaign, including campaign manager, with an above average success rate without ever graduating from college. He worked in the New York State Assembly for six years. In 2001, after a year of fostering his vision of an artist union, recognizing the mistreatment of artists, Omobale spearheaded the grassroots movement, also known as GAME, with other organizers and artists. The fledging organization received significant recognition in the organizing world and music industry, particularly hip hop. Game accomplished providing health care to artists for a short time and help artists understand the politics of the music industry. Their change in adopting projects to help young people of color redefine themselves still blossoms today. In 2004, Wale's first published work was featured in Socialism and Democracy's 36th issue, Hip-Hop, Race, and Cultural Politics. Last year, Wale sought to help any and everyone become vegan through a host of media and communications with the Go Veg 2014 campaign. He resides in the city of New York with his wife and kids as a small urban farmer, trainer, and community organizer. Yeah, greetings, my brother. Let's gonna uh, look look forward to uh, this this show today. Yes, same here, same here. Thank you. And uh, good to have you on. Um, lately, a lot of our shows we've had a lot of people on that are doing some amazing things physically, um, while uh, the the base of their diet is plants. You know, and I think it's it's good to expose that. And to show people that, you know, you can be just as strong or even stronger on a plant-based diet and you could take your health to the next level because there's just so many myths out there that um, that counter that and say it's not true. And it just creates this image of how people are supposed to be on plant-based and it really kind of pushes people away from it and turns them off. Mm-hmm. So it's really good to expose the, the truth out there um, that has been hidden for a long time. So, you know, like I know a lot of our artists, I mean, our artists, a lot of our um, listeners, they don't know who you are, who is Amawale. So 
why don't you just tell us your story and uh, just kind of what led you on the path of, of health and wellness and, uh, you know, how did you get into uh, veganism? You know, what, what's your story? Talk to us. Well, uh, it's, well, I, I, I became a, a vegetarian first. Um, mm-hmm. This is, uh, so a little bit about me, I'll say, uh, I was 15 in about 22 years ago. I had a conversation with my older brother and, and we were talking about, you know, just longevity uh, and, and, you know, and eating healthy and, and being around. I, I really don't, you know, you really don't <clears throat> remember exactly, you know, how the conversation began. Mm-hmm. But I know after that conversation um, with my brother and, and I was in Florida at the time and he was, uh, I believe he was still, he was living in New York. I had, um, you know, of course I'm, I'm born and raised in, in, in Brooklyn, New York, but I went and, and I lived in, uh, in in Florida for for a time, West Palm and, and Riviera Beach, and that was the time I actually um, became vegetarian. So right after that conversation, um, I dropped you know meat uh, immediately, just like that, and um, and you know I, I started working out, and it, I didn't really, I haven't, I wasn't working out uh, prior to then to then maybe on and off I you know I did a little bit but I really was pretty much just you know just you know uh, an average kid except for you know not trying to you know not really working out you know, maybe just some you know um running around and you know and track and playing basketball but I really focused on bodybuilding and, and in a few years you know I was you know I was really muscular and I had put on so much weight and so um when and and I'm I'm really in terms of my um, physiology I'm I'm really just a I'm a, I'm a I'm a slim guy you know I'm really a slim guy who would, you know call me self skinny mm-hmm. and so I was really big around that time um, after 15 I would say around 18 19 I just got bigger and bigger and, and probably up in 20 21 you know so you know maybe my uh, my largest uh, you know the largest at, at that particular time. And it was all off of um, mainly a uh, plant-based uh, lifestyle. Cause mm-hmm. I was still, you know, I still had dairy, um, and, I, and I still had, um, you know, eggs and and that's and, and that sort of thing. Um, later on, um, I would just maybe uh, almost three years ago, I became vegan, and mm-hmm. I became vegan because. Um, the excuse I was giving people why I became vegetarian was, you know, just that conversation, you know, and I wanted to be healthy. But in the back of my mind, I was also thinking, uh, where as I did, you know, a little bit more research, I really didn't have a, a good, um, I didn't have a really good grasp on what vegetarianism was, mm-hmm. veganism, um, through that time. So those years was just, you know, me eating. Literally, when I started out, I was eating, you know, uh, white rice, um, green beans, out of a can and and I was eating jiffy uh, <laughs> cornbread um, regularly that was my staple that was my staple um diet and I you know and and I got pretty big off that you know <laughs> peanut butter and jelly I was eating uh what else I had honey buns and so on and so forth so when I tell people you know that yeah you can eat junk and you know and and still look you know uh great on the outside but in the inside it's going to really uh, show, um, you know, so much. It's going to be a telltale sign. And, and I actually had um, high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. And that really um, 
create a lot of high blood pressure, you know, not just during that time, but before that, you know, mm-hmm. growing up in, you know, you know, Crown Heights, Brooklyn, where we love to say so much, um, you know, folks that, you know, uh, our community, our, you know, folks from the hood, you know, is that, oh, I remember, you know, eating, you know, oh, quarter waters and mm-hmm. you know, pizza and, um, you know, the different candies, you know, um, you know, Boston, uh, what is it called? Yeah, the Boston um, yeah, Big Bang. Big, you know, those. <laughs> and, you know, uh, you know uh, so many of the different candies and, and all that junk, you know, ice cream and stuff. Like, I literally would, would indulge in all that stuff. So I had heart, you know, so I had hypertension at that particular time. Mm-hmm. Uh, at 18, that's a young age to have hypertension. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's that, you know, that's serious. You know, so when I talk about this a, a lot of times in, with people who, you know, feel like they look great, you know, they look, you know, good enough. I'm like, you're just young. You yeah. don't know right now. Right. You know, um, you feeling that and you're working out. The body is so awesome and so incredible that it can, you know, turn so much, you know, garbage into, you know, amino acids. That's yeah. what, you know, half of the amino acids does. It takes garbage and turn it into um, real aminos. Uh, but it catches up with us. So I had hypertension. And then when I became vegan, when I became vegan, um, uh, almost, you know, uh, about two and a half years ago, I felt so incredible, you know, uh, within the first month, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. You know, I had to tell people, I had to help people. And so that's really, you know, the story that I give to people and, I, you know, so they can kind of understand, um, you know, on, on so many levels, you know, how um, you can make this, you know, you can make a transformation but also um, you can feel like, you know, you're just, you know, you're so strong and you look physically, you know, great, but that's not the whole, that's not the, the, the entire um, diagnostic of yourself. That's not the, you know, I mean, like, how are you feeling internally as well? Yeah. I think that um, you really uh, touched on a lot of important things, um, and particularly when you talk about veganism, because, a lot of times when people look at um, a vegan diet in their mind, they're just thinking, I'm not eating meat. And uh, what I what I find is because we have a holistic center um, in New Jersey, we see a lot of people. And I find that a lot of vegans are really what we call um, junk food vegans, mm-hmm. where they eat a lot of, um, you know, things that aren't as healthy and they eat a lot of processed foods. So. We kind of coined the term called um, whole food vegans and just the importance of uh, of eating whole foods on on a uh, vegan diet. And, and we really um, gravitate toward the term uh, plant based because that really expresses that, you know, the the main part of your, your diet is vegetables, you know, vegetation. Um, and, and just pointing out that, you know, you can, you know, be on a non meat diet and still be unhealthy on the inside. So it's important that to know when you're taking this journey to being more plant based and, um, eating more of a vegan diet that you're eating whole foods and healing foods so that it can take your health to the next level like you experienced. Um, right. Now, just being a, a, a practitioner now of, of health and, and an athlete and just kind of reflecting and, and looking at, you know, our country as a whole, what, how do you feel like the state of health is in our country right now? Well, um, 
that's that's I mean it's there's two ways that I really you know would 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 love to you know attack this, but I got to be so honest mm-hmm. uh, at the same time. I don't want to alarm people, but it's 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 really bleak, mm-hmm. you know, um, right now. And the main reason is because um, I know people look at it like you know McDonald's is doing worse, and you know in terms of in in, in numbers, uh, but they're not doing bad enough. Yeah, you know. Um, they can be doing a lot worse. You right. know, they're doing, they're still doing, you know, um, pretty well. You know, still doing exceptional. If you compare them to some of the, um, you know, the healthier um, places in our community, you know, um, there's some, you know, there's some vegan shops that are closed down, and when they close down, they don't have franchises. They're right, done, right. That's it. You know, um, you know, someone said this, you know, and. And, 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 and I might have thought this before, but I never actually, you know, internalized it. But they said that um, uh, when you go vegan, you know, um, even if you're not necessarily, you know, doing the healthiest, you know, type of, um, you know, particular, um, I hate to use diet so much, mm-hmm. healthiest type of, um, you know, lifestyle, um, you're still doing better than you were doing before. Right. You yeah. know, um, <laughs> And, and, and so there's some of these shops, some of these shops that are around that, you know, we tend to call like, you know, they, they, they sell comfort food. Right. So they're, or they're transition foods. Yeah. These transition foods are still better than the crap you were eating before. Right. You know, before you eating blood and guts and so on and so forth, you know, um, and I was messing up our whole system, you know, um, it, it, you know, it was messing with our, messing with our mind as well, you know, um, and, and even if the stuff is not, it, it, you know, terribly, you know, uh, good in terms of, you know, the oils and, and, and so on and so forth, if we, we fry them, you know, before we were, you know, we were essentially, we were frying um, cholesterol foods. So you went from frying cholesterol foods to now, you, you know, you're, you're frying foods that don't have cholesterol. Mm-hmm. Now, um, that is, that is still a leap. That is still, you know, uh, you know, a, a, a change, but you still have to, you know, uh, wake people up to that. Just like myself, and I'm no different than a lot of people, you start out going, I feel like a lot of people that I know, uh, they start out going, you know, I'm going to go vegan. And then after a while, they said, you know what, you know what? I need to focus on organic foods. Right. You right. Know? And then they start thinking about, you know, organic food. It allows you to start thinking about a healthier lifestyle. You start thinking about, you know, I, I want to stay on the uh, planet, you know, long. I got so many things to look forward to. Uh, family and so on and so forth, you know. But the general, um, the, the 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 bleak part. That's a small percentage. First, that's a small percentage, you mm-hmm. know. Unfortunately, in the U.S., but the um, the overwhelming percentage, you know, is sixty nine percent, you know, um, uh, of the community is uh, of, of folks that are um, uh, uh, in the U.S. are uh, overweight, mm-hmm. you know, and in in forty seven. Uh, percent, forty-seven point eight percent are obese. You know, yeah. uh, some of these statistics are, you know, in my book, uh, and and that's horrible. You know, and that that was those are statistics from two thousand twelve. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so and it's only been getting you know worse, you know, and worse. Um, and it, it, it's just you know a lot of this was, and and it's been getting worse incredibly fast. Mm-hmm. You know, when they started, uh, when, you know, it's not like fast, fast food didn't start in, you know, in, in the 70s, but they began to, um, 
look at it, you know, um, more, and they saw a huge jump in the 70s, and people were just basically eating out, and they were eating at home, and they were making their food, so they didn't know what they were even putting in, you know, in their bodies. Right. And so um, you had more than half people that, 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 that they surveyed at that time, uh, they found out that, you know, they would, you know, they, they had some food that was eating out, they were eating out, eating outside, uh, so much. Um, I basically been, I, I can't remember the last time that I've eaten out, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not saying that it's not okay to eat out, you know what I mean? You know, go out and, you know, uh, here and there, yeah. you know, but that should be like, you know, we do it at some time, you right. know, we do that mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, but generally you have to have your food indoors you right. have to know you it, it, you know shouldn't it make sense like if you don't leave your children you know with people you don't know right you know what I'm saying? right you know what I mean? so same thing is like you don't leave their bodies you know you don't leave your body you know to you know to food and you know people putting food in in, in your body you don't even know where it comes from yeah you, know, you don't you know, know what it is yeah so um that is incredibly you know you know a, a important but i think that's what we're doing a lot in the U.S. and uh, and and I mean I think it's catastrophic, you know. Uh, a lot of folks and a lot of people who contact me, you know, um, they have um, heart disease issues. I had a brother contacted me recently, um, uh, maybe a, a week and a half ago, and um, he once said to me that um, he doesn't even eat vegetables. You know, he doesn't eat vegetables. And he was serious, like, I don't like vegetables. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, he, <laughs> wow. he, he, came, he came to my home one time. And I, was, you know, I, was, I was holding one of the Mayweather fights you know, years ago. I remember him saying this, you know. And he was serious. Yeah. He was not playing around. You know what I'm saying? But the sad thing is, you know, um, like, you know, I mean, I, it, the brother was basically like, you know, physically and then internally, like, you know, he expressed to me, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, a week and a half ago, you know, what it was doing to him. Right. And he wanted to go into a vegan. This was, I mean, if I had to think of anybody who would not mess with veganism at all, it would be him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For him to reach out to me. You know what I mean? And he, of course, he's not the only one, but he's just just a primary, you know, um, a, a example, you know, after people, if you give people, you know, this information, people will, you know what I mean? It will chip away at them. And then they will go to the doctor and they would, you know, they would see it and they're like, oh, I that. Then they would look at it like, wow, and start to think like, oh my goodness, look at my, my LDL is so high. My HDL is so low. Mm-hmm. And uh, look, look, you know, I have, you know, heart disease, you know, my, my, you know, my cholesterol was, you know, through the roof, you know, uh, hypertension, you know, so many different issues that, you know, that they, they have. And then after a while, I think it, it really, uh, but I think the problem is they don't see that on television. What they see is, um, you know, commercials for Kentucky Fried Chicken, Popeye's, right. McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, and so on and so forth. And they just see that. And, and, I, and I think that's what the problem is. That's what's holding a lot of people back. Yeah, yeah, the media, the, the imagery that uh, that people are being presented with. That's why, you know, shows like this and having you on are so important to mm-hmm. reinforce, reinforce that other side and the actual healing properties of food. You know, food can be your medicine or it can be yeah. your, your, your poison. Right. You know, mm-hmm. we've uh, we had a client recently that came in about um, a month ago and uh we put him on a plant-based diet it wasn't even uh like a strict vegan diet it was just a plant-based 
diet and within a month his cholesterol dropped to 100 points and um you know it it, and i think it's important and i'm sure you see it too you know when people come to us it's like they're they're coming to us in dire straits like they they have no other choice and we try to we try to encourage people you know get empower yourself now you know make those transitions now so you don't have to be on the back end struggling and fighting for your life you know um so you have a book out, and I'm sure all of these experiences and in, in your development has uh, led to you actually writing this book. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the book, the name of it, why you wrote it, and let's discuss it a little bit. Okay, so uh, I, I had um, trouble trying to really get a title, and I said, you know, what title actually, you know, works, uh, you know, best to kind of encompass, you know, um, what I really want to share with folks. And I came up with an introduction to veganism and agricultural globalism. Mm. And, 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 and the reason why I came uh, up with that, uh, that term is that I wanted to get people, um, well, I talk to people all the time, I really wasn't giving them, you know, like recipes. Now I started giving people a little bit more recipes and, and, and so on and so forth. But uh, I really wanted people to... Um, to take a step and just, you know, throw food inside of a pot, make a stew, do uh, a simple, you know, sauteing, you know, uh, stir fry that can be done in, uh, you know, less than 10 minutes, Mm -hmm. you know, because if you can do that, I mean, you're going to be able to do so much more. uh, If I just give you just the, 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 you know, the little bit of piece, the little bit. Um, And then people were just, you know, asking me, you know, uh, like, how do I start? How do I start? Mm -hmm. They ask me about, you know, I mean, fighters all the time, you know, ask me, you know, wow, like, because it it blows their mind. Like, how do you look like that? Mm -hmm. You know, and and you're vegan, like, it it doesn't even make sense to them. Mm -hmm. But it makes perfect sense, you know, to me, you know, to, you know, to you guys and, and folks do you know, who, who accept this type of lifestyle. Yeah. And, um, but I also wanted to capture, and I explained that in the preface, that I also wanted to capture what's going on in terms of globalism. So, uh, I read this book, uh, years ago. Um, and, and sometime, sometime in, in, in college, I, I read, um, uh, the, 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 the debt trap mm-hmm. and by, by Cheryl Payer. Uh, and, and, and I still don't even know which, who, like how she looks, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> but I know she, she wrote this incredible book and then she later, you know, wrote some other books that were also, um, also awesome dealing with globalism. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and I got all of them. So I got all, got all of them and, and, and I've been researching those, uh, those pieces, you know, as well. And I had to, you know, relook at, you know, the debt trap and the debt trap really goes into exactly, um, how does the U S become a hegemon? Mm-hmm. How, how does the, um, the U S become you know, imperialist and how does it, you know, maintain this amount of power? How does it get, have all these resources and how, why are these other countries, you know, poor? Mm-hmm. When I read that book, it was so clear to me, I had to piece that book into some other books, uh, overturn the culture, uh, you know, of violence, you know, um, by Penny Hassan and, um, in, 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 uh, why I became a revolutionary, uh, by, uh, chairman O'Malley, Yeshitella. And, and, and at this particular time, um, 
I was in the Ahuru movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ahuru means freedom. And, um, and, 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 and so, you know, I read these, these different texts and you know, a lot of these pieces. And I said, I don't want to read rhetoric. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Rhetoric is cool. Mm-hmm. Like I could go somewhere and I could hear, I heard some of the best speakers, you know what I mean? Some of the, you know, incredible speakers, why wow, they can grab you, yeah. you know? And I'm like, and I'm thinking in my head, you know, uh, I need stuff that's tangible mm-hmm. that gets people that really, it, it, you know, ex- it explains people that in, people internalize something. They don't make that change. They don't go backwards. Right. You know, they go forward. Right. So in this book, that's what I wanted to do. And, and, and really explain, and so much in terms of um, globalism, how the U.S. basically, uh, you know, um, sets up systems. They u- utilize Monsanto. Monsanto is not the only one. Right. Um, there's Syngenta and there's a bunch of other biotech firms and what they do. And I'll give you one piece. So obviously the first half of the book, right, deals with veganism, uh, how to get people to become vegan. It gives out, you know, a, a lot of different, and it's a, a re- totally research book. Uh, with citations. And so uh, I also go into the agricultural globalism part. That aspect, and I'll tell you, give you one piece that um, that makes it clear in terms of how evil, I would say that, I would say evil in terms of how in, imperialism is, is that Monsanto, when they go and they drop GMO seed in India, mm-hmm. right, um, they're doing that with the WTO, the, the World Trade Organization, they're doing that with um, FAO, uh, FAO uh, the uh, Food and Agriculture uh, Organization. These are supernationals. Yeah. So they, they work with all these different, um, they work on an international um, landscape. And so they work at the behest of, of U.S., but they pretend that they don't, mm-hmm. of course. And so what they do is when... When they, Monsanto drops GMO seed in India and they have these farmers that they, they basically are changing their whole landscape because they do that through their government as well. So it affects the entire country and they legalize it. They're legalizing you, you, you read the piece and you understand how, you know, the, the actual laws that are international and then the laws that are made national mm-hmm. within India. Basically, when farmers, these places are three quarters of farmers. Right, so when they have GMO seed, now what happens when you put a GMO seed into the land? Everything becomes GMO. Right. Mm-hmm. Anything that grows there is GMO. Mm-hmm. So what happens is you have a patent now. Now GMO seed is a patent. Mm-hmm. It's patent. It's seeds are generally not patented. If I grew some some non-GMO seed, there's no patent on it. Right. Nobody's gonna come and take my. So what happens with India? Now that's the place of you know you're talking about. Over a billion people now. You're talking about uh, over a seventh of the world in India. So, because they run, because they run, they, 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 the farmers are, are, are become this. It, it turns into feudalism. So they're tied to the land. Right. They have to run this land. Now, if they don't buy GMO seeds, they can't. They can't eat. Right. right? They now have to buy GMO seeds. They now have to buy GMO seeds from Monsanto or from, or, or whatever um, big agriculture uh, uh, agri uh, business or biotech firm. They have to keep producing that, okay? Because it's now GMO seeds. Right. It's all GMO seeds, okay? And so the, the uh, food and, and agriculture organization, which is of the the UN, uh, the United Nations. Sometimes I, I don't want to just say. Um, 
you know, uh, uh, acronyms and so on and so forth and abbreviations without, you know, spelling that out. Uh, uh, so what they'll do is the United Nations uh, Food and Agriculture Organization, what they do is they put up funds, but the funds don't go to the farmers. They just go to equipment. So mm-hmm. all the people who handle equipment stuff, those people are coming over from the U.S. That's they. They get in these subsidies, these subsidized uh, money, all this equipment that goes into the ground. The farmers, they now have to compete on a global scale, and they can't. So therefore, what you have in the last 16 years, 250,000 farmers have been committing suicide. Wow. Because they just cannot. They can't do it. They land are being taken from them. Once they can't continue to um, purchase more seeds, once they cannot keep up with this particular economy, this is what happens. And so, uh, and then you, I, I go into some other countries as well, but I think that's the best example that I can give um, that a lot of people just don't know in terms of what's going on. I mean, of course, I go into China in terms of how China um, uh, 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 um, plays an uh, aspect in there. Uh, I go into Russia. Uh, you know, I go into uh, so many different. Um, I go all into the, into the e- EU, uh, European Union, uh, Australia. You know, um, and I basically in Latin America, going and, and poking out um, Brazil uh, and um, a lot of other different um, uh, countries. Essentially, I go on every single continent because I wanted to make it uh, clear in terms of what we're talking about. When I say globalism, it's globalism. It's a, you know, it's a takeover, you know yeah. what I mean? And it's made to be uh, a very small planet that are run by a very small few. Right. And uh, I think that what you're doing is, is important because uh, there is definitely a disconnect from uh, the food that's on our table and what's going on for it to get there and what what's in our right. food, what's being done with our food on a, yeah. on a global level. So I think that it's, it's powerful that you're, you're talking about this in your book and that you're talking about it now to bring more awareness. We have to have more awareness and more connection um, to the process mm-hmm. of what's getting the food on our table and what's being done behind the scenes to change the food that's being put on our tables, because a lot of times we could take things for granted. And uh, one of the things that um, that you brought up was GMO. And I know we have a lot of listeners that are, aren't familiar with that term. Can you talk about GMO a little bit, exactly what it is and, and, and why uh, people need to understand that? Yes, yes. Uh, so very briefly, uh, and that is one of the <laughs> one of the abbreviations I didn't bring up. Uh, explain it's it's gene- genetically modified organisms, and so people also refer to it as uh, genetically engineered, you know, foods or genetically engineered crops. And so what these are basically, um, you're talking about the DNA. You're talking about uh, essentially taking the DNA from uh, two or more plants and essentially creating a totally new uh, species, uh, and, and, and basically, and of a crop. And uh, GMOs are basically all designed, regardless of what people you know, say, they're all designed for profit. They're not done to, um, to, uh, 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 to address hunger. Mm-hmm. 
you know, uh, they're, uh, uh, I mean, 250,000 farmers, you know, you know, commit suicide. <laughs> they're not, you yeah. know, they're helping to, uh, uh, to keep people around on the planet. Right. Uh, so, and um, these GMOs are dangerous in so many ways. So, of course, they're, they're, they're dangerous in the ways that I, you know, I laid out. Uh, but they're also in terms of um, in, in ingesting them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so many other complications that are coming to light. And, and India had really uh, started on this for some time. And um, and, and, and there's a um, there's a film that that comes out because some people might want to you know see a film you know on it as well. Uh, it's called The True Cost. Mm-hmm. And so this came out earlier this year. Um, and I had stumbled on it, you know, during, during my research and, uh, I couldn't wait to see it. And so it comes out beautifully made. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, 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 um, so what GMOs essentially does, and, and so there's a, so in my book, I, I you know, I, I break down to, there's some centers that are around, um, it's uh, around the globe and the U S is. <laughs> it's, it's interesting because there's some places all around the globe in Australia, you know, all over um, Europe and Africa is creating it because unfortunately Africa is going to start doing more GMO. Mm-hmm. Now, before it was only Egypt, South Africa, and um, I'm going to forget this other other um, country is uh, small. And that was it, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and so now, when Nigeria and Ghana jump on board, you're talking about the two, um, you know, uh, there's a, a big powers in terms of um, the uh, uh, sub-Saharan Africa uh, you, you, that have a lot of leeway inside, uh, inside in, in, in terms of, um, uh, in terms of Africa as a whole. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of these countries, you know, are going to follow um, Nigeria and, and Ghana. Um, and no, Mozambique is going to follow. Namibia is is is, is also following, and so. Uh, but this GMO um, is going to affect in such a way. But I, I'm sorry, um, I had lost track a, a little bit. But in terms of all these different places, what they're doing is they're doing research and, and, and keeping the information and they're informing people. So that's why Europe jumped. A lot of folks in, in Europe, and Europe did do a lot of GMO. Mm-hmm. There's some that, that, you know, uh, but a lot of them jumped out. Yeah. You know, a mm-hmm. lot of the EU has, have jumped out because they're informing their people. We right. don't inform anyone here. Yeah. The government doesn't inform people on GMO. At all. So yeah. when they do that um, and, 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 and inform people, people basically say, nah, I think I'm going to opt out. Man. And then I'm going to do non-GMO. And that's why I think uh, the U.S. said, no, we can't have GMO labeling here because the people are just not going to mess with it. Why would they? Right. Actually, it's a significant percentage of people in the U.S. that basically say uh, they don't believe it. Right. They don't right. even believe that, that the government would do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. Very large percentage. Um, and I think it's a good point to bring up. Um, there are a lot of uh, major companies that are fighting to to not label food so that you don't know and right. you don't and you don't have a choice. Yes. So um, this this is all good stuff, and I'm, I'm happy that we're we're bringing this issue up to our listeners for the first time, yes, so that um, you know people can 
become more conscious of GMOs. Uh, and now when they, when they look at a label and it says, you know, non GMO, no GMOs, you know, they'll, they'll be more aware of that and know exactly what, what that means. Um, yeah. So a person picks up your book and, uh, this this is going to help them to uh, to make that transition into to eating more more plant based or to become uh, vegan if they want. Oh yes, definitely. Um, and people, so um, what in, in this particular book, there is I don't really defend veganism mm-hmm. as I say in here. Uh, veganism, you know, defends itself. Mm-hmm. One of the things that people should do is that. Veganism is not going to to harm you, you know, if you try it, if you eat food. You know, some people might say things like, oh, my goodness, oh, my mind, uh, I couldn't do this. And, you know, it was messing with my... Well, one of the things is what was happening is that uh, a lot of the foods that you eat, you know, chemically F you up, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. It really messes you up. It it, it, it has you addicted to it. Those, you, those additives, it, it really, you know, make you addicted. So what happens when you um, try to, you go through withdrawal? Yeah. You know, what happens when you no longer eat particular uh, foods that you used to or, or, or use certain drugs that you, you, you were used to? What is going to happen to you? Those are one of the issues that's going to happen. Uh, people might say, um, they might say, oh, I was hungry. I was hungry a lot of time. Well, that was based on calories. Right. You know, if you're not getting a significant, you're not getting enough, you know, calories, you're not getting 2,000 calories. It's the food that you're, you know, that you're eating. Of course, if you ate meat, you know what I mean? That's, your, that's probably going to be your biggest benefit, which is not a benefit at all, that you're going to get a lot of calories. Yeah. You're going to get a lot of calories, you know, that way. And protein, it, because protein takes a longer time to, uh, to break down, and digest, you're getting a lot of protein from that. Um, you are essentially going to be, um, uh, you're going to be less hungry. You're going to be less hungry, you know, if you have a lot of protein. That's any kind of protein. Right. Mm-hmm. That there's a lot of protein and, you know, in, in, in that, in that burger. And that's not necessarily a good thing because uh, the protein that we tend to eat, uh, in the U.S., in terms of all you know, you know, all folks in 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 the U.S., people eat too much protein. Mm-hmm. I never want. I should never hear anyone talking about you know what I mean. Does this have protein? <laughs> Do we have, how do I get protein and so on and so forth? I mean, strawberries have protein. Right. I mean, it, it's, it's foods and everything. Like even I mean, I had to even stop saying you know complete proteins because things had complete proteins. Right. Foods have complete proteins. What you talking about? It don't have a you know significant amount of protein. You don't need a significant amount of protein, you know, in, in your foods. Mm-hmm. You need more of a variety of foods. Right. That's right. what you need. That's what you. That's what, that people are, are really missing. You're missing fruits and vegetables. You know, you're missing a lot of these whole grains. You know what I mean? So if you eat a lot of these grains and this these, these kind of breads, these these white breads and this white you know white rice and all this other stuff, you know, we get you know Chinese you know uh, restaurant on a regular basis, you know what I mean? Yeah, if we get off of that, you know, the uh, MSG, the, 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 that monosodium, you know, glutamate, mm-hmm. then, yeah, that's going to mess with our mind because we, we we're leaving that alone. It's going to have so much, you know, effect. So the, the, the book goes into a, a, a lot of this um, and, 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 and it points out some of the, um, 
the 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 um you know it helps people in terms of you know protein wise you know lifts the tent but it also explains that people what people need to be focused on is really just you know eating whole foods and trying to get more fruits and more vegetables you know into their lifestyle yeah. you know because if you're not a bodybuilder I mean if you're not a bodybuilder and a weightlifter you know, you shouldn't be worried about protein. Right. You know, the, the way people are. I mean, I'm like, I don't, I don't even have to worry about protein like that. Even fighters are not, you're not worried about proteins like that unless they're going up in weight. Right. You know, I mean, if you're going up in weight, then you have to worry about that. You know what I mean? If you're not doing that, you're not pounding it like that, you're not in the gym like that, you know, you're not messing with, you know, these, these you know, weight training, you know, heavy, you don't need to worry about that. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's a lot of, a lot of folks, you know, out there, you know, women and men, you know what I mean? Who are, are phenomenal athletes. I mean, they're not worried about protein. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? That's, that's the last thing they're thinking about. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, as a, um, as a mixed martial artist, um, which is a, it's a brutal sport. Mm. Um, I know it takes a lot. It takes a physical toll, um, a lot of training. You're being hit. We're talking about recovery, things yeah. of that nature, elite training to, to compete on, on top levels. Um, how has it been uh, as, a, as a mixed martial art artist over the past two and a half years since you went strict uh, vegan? Uh, you know what's been interesting. Uh, I remember, um, and I've got beat up pretty bad, man, all over. I mean, even from boxing, all over. I mean, you you, you get hit. Um, and veganism, I don't. I, I mean, I, I really have. There's no way I can compare. I'm sure a lot of vegans can kind of compare. You know, when I got into those, especially into the heat of those sports, I was already vegan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and and I mean the last three years I've really been competing more than any time in my life, you know? Um, and, and so I've been able to, let me put it this way. I had a fight on, what was it? The seventh. Mm-hmm. I had a fight on the seventh and then I was back on the 14th for another you fight know, from, yeah, from mixed martial arts. And then to, um, into kickboxing, Wow. you know, normally, that's a no go. You yeah. can't do that. You might you might be able to do that with boxing. It mm-hmm. depends on how many rounds. It depends on you know how you know. I mean, or, or how many rounds you win, and, and, and you know how brutal was it. You know, so I mean, I went, I went all three rounds. You know, in in, in mixed martial arts, uh, and then I went, um, and then I went to uh, kickboxing. Mm-hmm. And I got a TKO in that in that match. I lost that um that um the three rounder, uh, and and it, it, it mixed martial arts is is a lot harder uh, than boxing. Mm-hmm. And I love boxing. I come I come from boxing. You mm-hmm. know, I come from boxing, but it's a lot harder. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, I don't have my my you know my elbow my my you know and. It almost pulled out my socket. Wow. You know what I mean? People try to, I mean, I mean, on your neck and you feel that for a while, you know, uh, ribs. I mean, I mean, ribs, that can happen in boxing. Shoulder, that can happen in boxing. Your face, you know, I mean, you're going to take more punches in the face probably, you know, uh, uh, boxing a lot of times. It depends. Uh, but that last match, I mean, I got hit all over, you know, uh, a lot of, and, 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 you know, we went, 
all the way. So that's why in MMA, it only going to go to three or five. Right. That's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Because MMA is it's a, it's a, you, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a lot more exhausting. Yeah. But I was able to, I was able to um, bounce right back. And the, the, one of the biggest examples that I probably have besides that one was that um, I had a fight and um, my ribs, I thought my ribs was, I don't know when it was going to heal. Wow. It was just, I was, I was so messed up. And uh, it healed in like, you know, uh, what was it, a month and a half or something. And I was good. And I couldn't believe it. Mm. I was, you know, walking around like, you know, even if, um, even if, I mean, and it was fractured because I went to the doctor. So this is, I mean, we go to the doctor all the time, mm-hmm. uh, it, you know, and the fight game, you got to go to the doctor, you know, right before any fight. Mm. You can't, you know, can't mess around with that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, they don't play. Uh, and, and so that's one of the ways I've known that I was healthy. They're going to take blood. You know what I mean? Uh, everything has to be perfect on, 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 on blood, on your, on, on your heart. Um, uh, and, and just passing those and being able to, you know, compete is, is so huge. And I'm fighting with guys that I never fought with a guy who was younger than me. You, I was older than me. Uh, we're all younger. Uh, my opponents, you know, always generally are 10 years younger than, younger than me, you know, so I'm messing with the cream of the crop. These, mm-hmm. are, these are future champions mm-hmm. that I'm fighting with, you know, in, 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 in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it means, a, it, it means a lot when I talk about veganism being, um, if not able to compete um, and, and, and heal just as fast as um, an omnivore or carnivore. <laughs> Uh, then, you know, or even better, you mm-hmm. know, being able to, cause a lot of people talked about the recovery periods being so fast. And I could definitely attest to that. Uh, a lot of times, I mean, I had broken fingers, I broken toes, uh, ribs, I, you know, my tendon is snapped, you know, wow. boxing, you know, <laughs> you know, hits, you know, in, in, you know, in the head and the face. And I was still able to do a research book, you know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know, uh, with, 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 you know, with no problems. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, veganism is, 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 it's been working very well for me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I have a question, Wale. Um, yeah. you know, I've been eating plant based, I guess, for over ten years, and um, but I remember before I was when I used to eat meat, I was more aggressive, um, and just how I moved out through my day, and um, so MMA boxing is such an aggressive sport. Like you have to like put a switch on in your mind when you go into the ring. Did you feel like it was a shift? in terms of how you competed when you switched to plant-based or, you know, did you notice anything? You know, what's so interesting. Uh, somebody asked me that recently. I had to be really honest. And I always tell people, uh, I mean, uh, of course, I, I'm, I'm teaching young people, uh, not just my kids, but uh, I'm, I also do a program, uh, Alternative to Incarceration uh, Project. So if folks... So young people who've been, uh, and this is mostly uh, black and Latino uh, young people in, in New York City. Mm-hmm. So I do this in Brooklyn. I do this in Harlem. Uh, looking to do this all, you know, all over. And even when I, you know, um, see intercept young people, you know, on, on the street as well. But these are folks that who've been uh, arrested. They, they've been adjudicated, so they've been through the system. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and now they're coming into, you know, my program. 
and um, and this is this is a way in terms of uh, working with them in the community instead of sending them up north and, and you know having them locked up. So um, I always tell young people basically, you know, you don't want to get in, don't get in a fight game. Uh, don't get if you. I mean, learn the technique. Learn it. You know what I mean. It's brutal. Mm. It's not. It's brutal. It could be brutal uh, for folks because uh, people just not wear, not ready for it. Like, there's a reason why there's not. A, you know, what I mean, there's not a lot. There's a lot of people that get in. If you lose, a lot of people they lose their first match. Mm-hmm. If anything, they're not getting back in there because mm-hmm. it could be tough. You know. Uh, but so. Another reason, <laughs> so in terms of what you what you bring up, somebody asked me, do you still have do you have that as a vegan? And I think the, you know, like it really makes you a lot more compassionate, right? Being <laughs> vegan, right? Um, and it, you know, uh, excuse my language, it, it fucks with you, mm. you know, um, and 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 um, in a big way. So much that I had to really approach my last fight, and I felt like I was going to approach my second to last fight, you know, like that as well. And I was really uh, trying that. And you really, it's a, it's a, there's a reason why fighting. People don't understand when I'm telling them about the fight game that it's it's not what you think it is. Like I know you see it, and even in a person, you just don't internalize it because it's a reason why God won't shake somebody's hand. Mm-hmm. It's not because they're not being, and not because they're being an asshole. Mm-hmm. Right. That's not the reason. If you don't come in with that fight and ready to take somebody's head off, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. You giving points to that person. Right. And you, you not coming at them in the same aggressiveness. You touching hands, like we do that. We want to show respect. You want to let them know, like it's respect, like. Because you'll see after the match, people don't do that. And then after the match is done, they'll touch hands. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, I mean, sometimes, I mean, it, 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 you got exceptions to the, you know, few people don't touch hands at all. Right. You know what I'm saying? They just, you know, that's, that's an exception to the rule. Yeah. You pay attention to the to the rule. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm like, you really got to have that kind of like, we're going in there, we're going to kill, you know what I'm saying? Like, you really have to think that yeah, way. Mm-hmm. That's why they have a ref that's, that a referee will come in there and when they see somebody getting beat, like, oh, no, no, that's enough, that's enough, that's enough, that's right. enough, okay, okay. They get you back so you come back to earth. Right. You know? Um, so, I I don't have that. Mm-hmm. I don't have that a lot of times. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I really, you got to, that's why you see folks, they got to psych each other up. They do that psyche, psych you up. And you go into there and you going in, you about to get in the cage and you going in the ring, people like this. Go, you're gonna t- go kill him. You know what I'm saying? They said this about your mother, you know, this and so on. They just telling you it's in the air. That's why they hyping you up. Right. They're not just hyping them up for, for just promote. Like, you really gotta hype somebody up. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. To go, go hit somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because you're gonna go hurt somebody and you're gonna stop the person from hurting you because they hit people. We, we hit hard. Right. You know? So, um, but, but I hope that answers, you know, your question is like, it, it it really like when you think compassionate, you know, um, you really have to, you you really internalize that. You really come to this. I mean, a lot of people, you know, even if you do it for you know health reasons, you end up coming there like, damn, I don't want to kill animals. I don't have to. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I don't want these animals. Like, damn. Like, what they doing over there? Like, shit. I'm I'm living great. I hop out of the bed. You know what I mean? Right. I out. You know, I make my kids breakfast and lunch. You know what I'm saying? Send them off to school. Like, good. Like, I ain't have to eat nothing. Right. You know? I have to. You know what I'm saying? I. You know, I ain't eating no, no cow meat or nothing, you know what I'm saying? And I'm feeling great, you know? So it's like, 
I feel like it, it, like that is so it, it, it's 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 so important. It, it's it's but it, it's it's hurt. It, mm-hmm. it, it, it's 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 harmful, you know, for the fight game though. Right. Fight, mm-hmm. fight game. So I mean, it's a sacrifice for me. It's yeah. a sacrifice for me. You know what I'm saying? It, it's a real it's a real sacrifice because I always show these guys so much love. They don't show me no disrespect in that. Yeah. And ever I've never been disrespected. At least not to my face. They might be telling my tell their friends like shit, man. We were kicking his ass. You know, <laughs> we did this, you know, so on and so forth. Man, yo, he wasn't supposed to win that. That was bullshit. He was nothing. You know. But in face to face, it's all love, you know, before and after. I've never had any of that, you know what I mean? In over 20 fights, you know what I'm saying? This is boxing, kickboxing, you know, MMA, you know. uh, So, but um, definitely, you're going to feel more compassion. So, (laughs) I guess that's the downside. (laughs) Don't get in in the fight game. (laughs) Don't get in here, I'm telling you. Don't do it. Learn it for the, just learn it for the art. Learn it to defend yourself out in the street. When you learn yourself out in the street, man, everything is easy out there. Right, Mm -hmm. yeah. Once you learn this, man, your confidence level is, is, is up. I mean, like. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful feeling. That's a that's a great perspective. I mm-hmm. mean, you really opened up a, a whole lot about what you just said. It makes perfect sense, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I'll even look at that whole mm-hmm. situation differently. Do you do you work with any women? I do. I work with um, women. Actually, um, what I've been doing is trying to work with men and, and, and boys in particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I go to the programs. Of course, I definitely, you know, work with girls. And uh, one of the things, and I wish I had uh, another sister, uh, a, a sister to help me. You're not another sister, but a sister to actually help me and, and, and work with um, the, the, the girls and the women uh, as, as well. You know, I have, a, a, you know, a brother, you know, a couple brothers that also help me uh, with that. And the reason is that because I know about being a man. Mm-hmm. I don't pretend to know what sisters are going through, especially with understand that the, 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 um, the population that I'm working with, this population, uh, young people, I was saying alternative to incarceration, a lot of people been hurt really bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I can't begin to pretend to understand how much a young sister has been hurt. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To get her into that system. And, um, and that, um, and, 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 such a way like there's so many different you know issues that sisters are going through that i think a lot of brothers just we 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 don't really you know understand that we don't understand that we pretend to understand it i see a lot of the the memes and stuff like that we pretend to understand it but we really don't understand how we look at women as just they just meet if they don't look beautiful then they're not even significant you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying and i think that comes out a lot and so um i might have a better perspective but I don't have a, a, a well enough perspective than another woman, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, that might have actually gone through that, you know, same situation. I have conversations, and then all of a sudden, like, damn, I don't know how to answer this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I have to be honest with myself, you know what I mean, um, and that I can teach them the boxing. I can teach them this and so on and so forth. And so and um, this is a, on the on, – um, at the top of the year, I'm, I'm teaching um, self-defense to about 10 women between 16 to 22. And um, this is 
for um, Chili's on Wheels, they basically give vegan food out. They volunteer and give uh, vegan food out nice. To, nice. To, to the homeless. And I'm going to be doing this in Brooklyn. Uh, and and so I'm 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 training. They reach out to me, and I'm you know I'm going to train them. And of course I train so them. Of course I have um you know you know folks that you know that I train, and I train them on the boxing and in that aspect. But when it comes to um outside and, and you know to, to to that program work that needs a lot more um uh, uh, healing, uh, that's tough. You know because I know some of the issues. I mean I, I you know. I'm trained uh, trained um to be a foster care parent, you know, and I have an understanding of what a lot of the the young girls and and, and women, you know, uh, have gone through, mm-hmm. you know, to find them into those situations and then they become so tough and so hardened as well. Mm-hmm. Just like the boys become so tough and so hard, but I was those tough boys and and, and that's why I can explain that like the back of my hand. Mm-hmm. That's not a problem. You know, but I come into, um, I become like, like, I don't know. Well, how am I giving these, you know, how am I going to, you know, all of a sudden they give like solutions on a lot of those issues mm-hmm. that, you know, it's, it's you know, it's, 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 it's tough, you know, it's, it's very tough, you know, it, 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 it it's it's tough for for a lot of reasons, you know. I right. mean, it's, it's tough for a lot of reasons, you know. Uh, we live in a system under, you know, patriarchy. Um, and where men dominate, so and, and essentially feel like we have the answers to 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 everything, and we may have answers to a lot of different things, but we don't have answers, you know, to everything. So I don't want to do that to. And then I have, you know, I have daughters, and sometimes, you know, like I feel like, oh, I might not be able to answer this. And yeah, there are, you know, single fathers, you know what I mean, who take care of girls themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, my wife is a prime example, you know what I mean? Her father, you know, raised her and her sister, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So I definitely understand that, you right. know what I mean, how you can you can do that. But he had help mm-hmm. with women, mm-hmm. right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, you know, it was when pretending he could answer all, the, you know what I'm saying, all the questions, but we, he had help, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But it was him at home, you know, you know doing that right. um, for the most part, but... When you have to do it, you have to do it. Just like um, uh, 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 when uh, single mothers, you know, when they have, you know, their boys, you know, um, yeah, you you got to do what you got to do. Right. You know, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, you could, you know, you can, you got to do what you got to do. But then they also have men come in their life and they can help as well. Right. You know, that's, you know, so, you know, so you, you have to respect what kind of skills set that um, I think that, you know, men and women have. Mm-hmm. Um you know, uh, to, 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 to their sex, I would say. So, so for, uh, for people that are interested in following you and, uh, purchasing your book and, uh, you know, possibly working with you, um, what, where can they go to, uh, to follow you and to find you? What, what information do you have out there? Can you provide us with that? Yes. Yes. Uh, I'll, we hope that the first place they go is uh, omowale dot org, o m o w a l e dot org, um, yeah, and and it just find you get as much as information uh, about me, you know, uh, there as possible. Okay. And 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 also yeah, I have contact information that's you know that's on the site, and they also um, grab the book, uh, omowale dot org. Uh, it's also available on uh, Amazon as well. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. It's in, in print and in, in Kindle form. Okay. Nice. And let me ask you this, for a person that's just getting started on their journey of uh, health and wellness, what advice would you give them? I would say, um, the first thing I would say is first, <laughs> drink a lot more water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Drink water and, you know, do a detox first. Uh, but also, uh, there's going to be so much information that's going to come at you and it's going to make you think negatively, like, oh, all this food is, you know, it's awful. Take it one day at a time. Mm-hmm. One, just one day at a time. Just, just. Just, just repeat, take pieces, you know, pieces from it. Don't try to just jump all in. You already, before you didn't have any information. Right. You know what I mean? And you were doing whatever. So don't all of a sudden become like, you know, oh, I know all of this now and I don't know what to do. You know what I'm saying? No. You just just take what you have and just start off on the, the best the best course. To start uh, the best course that you have with the, with the information that you, that, that you have obtained so far. Mm-hmm. You know? And and let's say if it was just one thing, only one thing that a person could do to have the biggest impact on their health, what would that one thing be that you would recommend? Uh, a lot more water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A significant amount of water just because f- it will flush a lot of the, uh, the junk out of your system. Yeah. Uh, it would keep you living. Uh, it would uh, do so much for your organs. Um, I mean... Oh my goodness! I mean, we need so much water. Yeah, so people much. don't understand the healing. Yeah, they don't understand the healing powers of water. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, it's it's real. It's crazy. I mean, we get people that come in and just tell us just the way that uh that your your one client told you that he doesn't like vegetables adamantly. We get people that adamantly tell us they yes. don't like water <laughs> <laughs> on, a, on a regular basis. So uh, I'm like saying, you know, they don't want, they don't want, they don't want, they don't want, uh, they don't want the cure. That's like, right. they don't want the cure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's borderline coming in there saying, you know what? I, I don't like air, you know, right. like exactly. it, it's going to get to that point soon, you That's know? It. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm glad that you, that you touched on that. I mean, it doesn't matter what you do health wise. If you're not on point with your water, all of that stuff is not going to be able to be maximized and optimized. So forget about it. Yeah, forget about <laughs> it. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up. So um, we're coming to an end of the show. We really appreciate you yes. um, on the show. Very, very good things we discussed um, you, and brought you. to people's consciousness. Um, any parting words that you would like to share with our listeners? Uh, I would say, uh, folks, uh, please. Uh, <laughs> Go vegan, or at least you know, get on that, get on that, um, that mark, um, and you know, struggle to try to get healthier, you know, every every day, um, and 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 open your mind up into um, to the globe. We, you know, this is, you know, just don't just look at it in terms of just one um, county or one city, one state, or just one nation. Just Thinking in terms of you know in terms of the globe, but but act local, mm-hmm. act local, and think globally. Mm. Nice, yeah. 
Great mm-hmm. advice. Yeah. So before we go, all of the information um, that we discussed in this interview with Wally, all his contact information, um, his website, his books, the, the great work that he's doing, just go to jkhealthtribe.com forward slash Wale. Wale is W-A-L-E, and you can get that information. So um, before we go, Wally, thank you so much. This was a powerful interview. Yeah. Uh, and it's definitely going to help anyone who listens to it. Thank you so much. I appreciate you too for having me. Yeah, and no, a, no problem. A, a great discussion with you guys. Yeah, Thanks. man. Keep up the great work. Thank you. All right, brother. All right, peace. All right, peace. So that is the conclusion of our interview with Wale. Such a powerful, powerful interview, and I want to thank Wale again for joining us. But before we go. Just uh, make sure that you join our email list at jkhealthtribe.com. That way you keep informed of anything that we're doing, upcoming podcast episodes, blog posts, webinars, anything that Jamal and I are doing in the future. Just make sure you get on that list. Okay, so until next time, live healthier. We hope you enjoyed your time with Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe. To keep you on your path towards a happy, healthier lifestyle, we encourage you to visit jkhealthtribe.com for a free copy of the eight effective ways to lose weight and keep it off, as well as more content to help you find your health balance. Thanks again, and we look forward to educating, empowering, and inspiring you to live healthier.